Welcome to Voices from the Street, the radio ministry of the Sacramento Union Gospel Mission. Prepare your heart for laughter and tears as we share the unpolished stories of the homeless and hurting, hope and transformation. Here is your host, Director of the Union Gospel Mission, Pastor Tim Lane. Well, thank you guys for joining us. It is springtime in Sacramento, which means that the flowers and the trees and everything else is in bloom. And so consequently, uh, my dear friend Steve Gasser in there has brought me water, but I may not even make it through before the allergies get me. But we're going to keep praying because I've got a special guest with me today. And I just wanted to tell all you folks out there who are suffering from allergies and everything, I have it on good authority. Once we're in heaven, we're not allergic to anything. So we've got that, too, to look forward to, right? Um, I also have with me, like I said, a a special guest. His name is Willie Magana, and Willie works at the mission. He's the assistant cook to Tim Trenum out there. Uh, He is a man that went through the program a few years ago, graduated, and I think you're going to find some of the things that he has to say extremely interesting. Now, he's a little bit bit nervous, but you know what? I just did a wedding on Saturday, and I told the bride and groom the same thing I'm I'm telling you and, and my dear friend Willie here. Excitement and nervousness are the same exact physiological responses. So you can choose to be nervous or you can choose to be excited. <laughs> so I asked the groom, are you, are you nervous? He said, oh, Pastor, I am nervous. I asked her, I said, so are you nervous? She said, I am excited. <laughs> well, that was the right answer. So I chastised him and I said, look, brother, there's not a problem. No matter what happens, even if you pass out, by the time I say that I now pronounce you man and wife, guess what? It's a done deal. <laughs> so, uh, Luke and Angelica, I, I just wish you the very best out there. They're just a fine young couple. And you know what? Counseled a little while with them. And I got to tell you that, that it's nice to see a young couple who I believe will make the, the distance. And so, uh, at any rate, Willie. How's it going? Hey, it's going good. <laughs> How about with you? Very well, very well. Thank you. Uh, I guess we should start off by, by asking how you ever even heard about the mission. Um, so, I heard about the Union Gospel Mission through Sierra Vista Mental Hospital, actually. I had went through there. I had a couple of issues in my life, and... Um, I didn't have a place to go after I was admitted there. And so the social worker that was there gave me a few options. One was that I could um, be released to my family members, which I didn't have any that would come and get me at the time, or I could go to a facility. And so um, I went for the facility. They looked up the Union Gospel Mission, told me where it was at, dropped me off at the guest house to grab my medication, and that was pretty much it. I made my way down there. That was the first time in 2015. And, yeah, I also remember that you didn't quite make it to graduation. I did not. (laughs) I made it about five months my first time before um, I decided that I was ready. I had figured out everything that I needed to figure out, and I was going to go home and do the thing, and 
that was not the case. Amen. And so <clears throat> you were gone for how long? Uh, I was gone for about nine months. Okay, um, and you were back on the street running, gunning, doing those things? Absolutely. I made it about maybe three months at home with my kids, um, started using again, um, and decided to go hang out with the old people that I used to hang out with. And um, that led me to being out in the streets and ended up back in jail again. Amen. That's uh, that's probably the best thing that could have happened Absolutely. to you. Absolutely. You know, and I don't say that lightly. I, I love Willie. I really do. He he's he works for me, but he's he's my friend as well, and, and I care about him. And you're going to find out that he has done some remarkable things, and it's going to also give you some hope for families and stuff when you hear some of the things he's doing now. However— <clears throat> Willie, uh, Willie's always been a pleasant guy. As a matter of fact, he's always said that, you know, he, you know, he's, he doesn't like trouble and stuff like that. Right, Willie? Right. So you came back on the program and what was your expectation this time of what you wanted to have happen? Um, completely different. So the first time that I came to the program, I was thinking that I was just getting clean from drugs and alcohol. It happened to be a Christian program. I had, um, already been through a program before I went through Salvation Army and then onto Mather Community Campus. And um, I graduated from there. It was a 12-step program. And they did a lot of, um, you know, choose your higher power thing. And so mm-hmm. um, I was under the impression, like, okay, this is cool. I can do the I can do program side of it. Yeah, I can <laughs> I can do all of that. But, you know, like, what what is my higher power? Okay, God. Okay, well, who is God? Okay, you know, who is Jesus? I didn't, I didn't have the answers to these questions. And so yeah. um, when I came to the Union Gospel Mission the first time, um, it kind of really opened my eyes into um, the relationship that I was missing in my life, right? So um, by the time I got back the second time, I was set on um, doing everything that I could to begin building this relationship with God. And so um, I would say that's where... I was when I got there. Um, that's the attitude that I had when I got there the second time. Um, there was nothing nobody could do or say to me that was going to stop me from learning and building this relationship with God. Um, somebody said something really funny to me one time. They told me, um, when I first met the mother of my kids, um, what did I do to um, you know, kind of get her to like me? And I said, well, you know, I, I learned what her favorite color was, and I found out the things that she liked and the things that she didn't like. I found out what made her mad and what made her smile and stuff. And so um, they said, well, maybe I should try and take those things and start building a relationship with God like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so once I get into my word, I can figure out, you know, the things that are expected of me, right? And, you know, mm-hmm. how much God loves me, things that makes him mad, things that makes him happy, you know? And so um, I applied that in my life. And so um, that's what I did from the start when I got there, and that's what I work on now, and these are the things that I'm trying to um, pass on to my children as well. So, Well, uh, that's actually, I have not heard that before, and, and I like that. That's true. I mean, you know, we have an expectation of pleasing our spouse or that, that special person, and certainly there's no person more special than God. Amen. Amen. And yet we don't always work so hard on that relationship, do we? Absolutely. You know, the Bible tells us that uh, now you're saved, go out and work out your salvation, right? And so people say, well, okay, I got to work my way to heaven. No, mm. you don't have to work your way to heaven. And I've always used, and I think you've heard me say that it's it's like when I perform a wedding ceremony, and I don't do a lot anymore, but uh, when I do, 
I have, uh, I will, I could easily at the end say, now I now pronounce you man and wife. Now go work out this marriage with fear and trembling. Because you are married, but now comes the work part of it. You're not working to get married, but you're working to make that marriage the everything it should be. And so we're not working for salvation, but we're trying to work our relationship to be pleasant, to be pleasing to God, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think that's really what you're saying is mm-hmm. we got to work on that relationship Absolutely. too. Now, Willie, you have uh, you talked about meeting the mother of your children. Mm-hmm. How many children do you have? I have three children. I have two children with one mother and then another child with another. Okay. And were you married to any of these women? No, I was not. Okay. Um, So have you decided that you want to take no responsibility for those children? No. No. I I knew the answer. Never ask a question (laughs) you don't know the answer to. So tell me something. You, You, a pretty big moment happened in your life about, what, a month, six weeks ago, something like that? January 7th. Oh, wow. It's, it's longer than now. I thought. Yeah, it's wow. Been a while now, yeah. <laughs> okay, so tell us what that was. Um, so I graduated from the mission um, in 2018? 2018, I believe. And um, from there, I became an intern. And um, while I was there as an intern, um, my kids were going through a few ups and downs with their mother. They lost their place. They ended up inside of the VOA family shelter. That's right next door to the mission. It is. And um, as I was sitting there contemplating just leaving to go get a job and and, Mm -hmm. and get a place for my kids, um, Brother Tim Trenum sat me down and he asked me how everything was going in my life with the Lord and where I was at with that and um, how I felt about just leaving and getting a job and, and and, you know, do I have a home church? And am, am I doing any of those things? Does, is, is all of that a part of your plan also and stuff? And so I sat down and I thought about that. And I was like, well, you know, I'm still searching for a home church, not really a member of any church and stuff like that. So my priorities were kind of off in that way. So um, I decided to listen to them and just kind of um, be there for them that way. And so um, after that, you know, I prayed on it some more. And about six months later, my kids ended up with their mom's uncle inside of an apartment. They had their own room. They had their own beds. They had everything. It was a blessing. And um, I just continued to work on myself. And so um, about another year goes by and um, now I'm hired on at the mission. (laughs) And um, I begin to just throw all of my finances at paying off my child support. I had like 17 grand in, in child support and I paid all of that off. I paid all my debt off. Um, I got all of that taken care of. Um, so blessed that the Lord put me in a position there at the mission where I can just work on myself in that way. And um, on January 7th of this year, um, I got my own apartment. Um, I got custody of both my children, uh, both uh, two of my children. And um, they both live with me right now. I'm a single dad. Um, I'm taking care of my daughter who has cerebral palsy and she has, um, you know, doctor's appointments and stuff that she has to do in that um, regard. And, you know, my son who's in high school now and we're kind of dealing with that. But um, the Lord has blessed me in a way where I was able to go from wanting to do something for my kids to actually 
being there for them and providing for them and 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 taking them to church with me every Sunday and and reading the word with them and sitting down and watching um, biblical shows with them at home and, and and teaching them and you know them asking questions and being being able to to lead them in that way and stuff. It's just it's been a blessing. You know, I've got to tell you that uh, his little girl, <laughs> born with cerebral palsy, she was. Uh, her leg was pretty twisted up. She walked on her toe, and uh, she could she could walk, but she certainly was totally incapable of running. Mm-hmm. This is a brave little girl. I believe when she started that stuff, she was nine, mm-hmm. right? And uh, she had to have uh, her femur broken yeah. and turned. How many? Uh, her. She had her femur cut in the middle and rotated 39 degrees or 35 degrees to the right so that it would make her, um, it would be straight. Instead of having to break her, her hip and reconstruct her hip, right. they decided to go ahead and, 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 and rotate her femur to the right to straighten her leg out. To make yeah, because I think originally you told me they were thinking about mm-hmm. the hip. Yeah, they were going to break okay, her Okay, and hip, so yeah. that, that wasn't the end of it. They also had to cut tendons. Yeah, so and she she's got her growing, Achilles tendon right? extended, yeah. And so she's had a total of three mm-hmm. uh, operations, and and uh, she is a brave little girl because she wanted this. She had one goal in mind as far as you told me mm-hmm. that she just wanted to run, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. And she can run, right? Oh, she can do more than run. <laughs> I have. A, I was just Absolutely. showing our producer, Steve, a picture of Willie and his daughter, and she's a lovely little girl. She... She, uh, and a brave little girl. I mean, the stuff that she went through at nine and 10 and I mean, it's just amazing. Mm-hmm. And so when you see her standing, she still had a little flat brace on her, uh, ankle. It looked mm-hmm. like AFO, mm-hmm. but, uh, she, uh, she looks great. And you know what? Obviously, we're a charity and those kind of things, and so you you probably (laughs) wouldn't expect us to talk about other charities, but Mm -hmm. I think it's worth noting, how much did you pay for all this? Oh, nothing. Shriners Hospital did every single surgery for her for free. Yeah, and that's pretty good. Mm -hmm. All Uh, of her follow-ups, all of her everything, her AFOs, everything that she does, it's all free for her, so... Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not endorsing whatever they believe or don't believe in, but I am saying that I'm sitting here looking at a guy who was able to get his daughter mm-hmm. uh, where she is going to grow up, and she could be an athlete. I oh, mean, yeah, she. Oh man, we went hiking, and she went on a six mile hike with us, and yeah. her brother <laughs> was the one who was complaining <laughs> at the end, not her. <laughs> so that that's amazing. Well, but to be fair to him. He didn't know it was going to be a six-mile hike. He did not. We, we, none of us knew it was going to be. <laughs> it was pretty bad. It took us, it took us a while, about four and a half hours. It was, it was pretty good. Well, uh, Willie was telling me on the way over here that he, uh, he was camping, and he hasn't been camping before, right? This, is a, this was is the first, first time. Thing, yeah. And so there was a waterfall they wanted to go to, and the waterfall is like three and a half miles away. <coughs> He didn't realize you could drive almost there. <laughs> so the kids wound up having to walk three and a half miles up and three and a half miles back. And so did Willie, but. It was fun at first. The walk there was amazing. Mm-hmm. The walk there was amazing. The walk back, not so much. You know, when walking outside, we always have to bear in mind that as far as we walk, 
we have to walk that far back. So we don't wait till we're tired, right? Right. <clears throat> but outside of that, it was a good time, right? Absolutely, absolutely. All right. Well, that's great. So um, you've been in the apartment now for how long have you had the kids in the apartment? With so they've you? been with me de- there day one. Okay. Day one. So that's January 7th. So this would be third month, going into the fourth month next yeah. month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, I guess it wasn't quite as far as I thought. You know, uh, as you guys know, I was in the hospital with COVID and it it wasn't looking very good for a while for me. Uh, and my wife passed away from it. But so, you know, you stop and you think about time and you go, what? When, when was mm-hmm. I? Where was I? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this whole pandemic thing has has just skewed how you look at things, right? Absolutely. So at any rate, Willie, uh, so it, it doesn't stop there. Are you doing some stuff with your son too? Uh, with my son, he's um, working on the school thing with him. <laughs> so right now he's, mm-hmm. he's being a little um, – uh, I don't want to say difficult, but he's just being a, um, a teenager. A, a teenager. That is the word I was wow. looking for. I was reaching for it, but I, I just couldn't grab it. It was, uh, <laughs> he's, uh, <laughs> but he's, um, I was he's, one of those once. Me too. I think, yeah. I don't know. I think when I was hatched, I probably was just about that. Up already. Was it? Like, okay, <laughs> that's good, what my good. mom told me anyways. <laughs> um, he's, um, he's doing good. I, I think you can definitely see sometimes, um, the effect that there is when the father is missing from the home, right? Amen. And so um, these are things that I work on and I talk to him about constantly. Um, I try to make sure that he understands that he can talk to me about anything at any time. Um, Stuff like that takes time though, right? And so um, I just show him the love of Christ through my actions, where I'm at in my life, what I'm doing with my life right now. And um, hopefully those things will be enough for him to see because, I understand the fact that some people can say anything, you know, um, it's, it's, it's really the things that they're doing that, 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 that you can see, right. That, um, that, that really matters sometimes. Right. Like, I I mean, I can tell you that I'm a Christian, right. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you that I believe in God and I can, I can go to church, right. And I can do all of these things. Right. But, um, when it boils down to it, if I'm not, um, you know, loving my brother or, you know, showing kindness and compassion and, 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 and doing these things and, and being a, a proper role model for my child at home and, um, you know, showing everybody the love of God, right? Then, I mean, to me, that kind of doesn't mean anything, right? So um, I agree. So I try to show him that more than I tell him anything at this point in time because I want him to see it, right? And not just kind of just all the time. Yeah, I uh, I fully understand. My mom and dad broke up when I was a l- little kid, <clears throat> and uh, that was very difficult for me. I I am I'm grateful uh, too that down the street from me there was a family, uh, the Hernandez, and Joe and Terry Hernandez had Joe, who we called Jody and Becky, and uh, I was I spent a lot of time there. You know, sleepovers all the time, and and. So he kind of took me under his wing. At least I felt like that, uh, the dad. And so and they were just a lovely family. And, and so I could see what I wanted in a family. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted that too, that, that whole feeling of, I, I just can't describe it. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. though. 
And so to your point, Willie and I were talking, I drove, we drove over together to the radio station and we were talking about how important it is. You know, it can't always be that a family has a mom and dad there. It doesn't always work. Uh, but if it can, that's the ideal situation. Don't you think, Willie? Absolutely. And so, uh, you know, we're, we've only got about four minutes left, and I want to talk about a couple of things, but I'd like you to stay over so we can do one more show. And I want to get a little bit more into coming to the mission, some of the things you went through, okay. uh, some of the things that were difficult, and maybe some of the things that were extremely, you know, pleasing to you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we don't hire a lot of guys off the program because we really like to have a guy graduate the program, go out and get a job somewhere. And then if he wants to apply for a job that comes along to come back, because we we don't want to just cocoon a guy, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Willie was the exception to that for many reasons. I want to get into some of those things. And I want to get into what your expectation of the next um, how, how, how long were you in your addiction? Um, from 13 to 32. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's a fair amount of time. Yeah. So what do you expect, uh, that, that you're looking forward to for the next 15, 17 years? You know, we're going to get into that. Okay. And I suspect you have some vision for your children. Absolutely. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And and are, are you uh, are you planning to stay with the mission for a while? Uh, as long as you'll have me. Oh uh, no, that's, that's not even that, a, that, that's, a <laughs> that's not even a choice, you know. Uh, Absolutely, Willie. Uh, everybody has bumps in in the road that we go through. Every single one of us. But I have no doubt that God brought you to that mission and restored your family and Amen. and uh, you work with Tim and so. That should be good. Is there anything particular in the next two minutes you would like to say to the people out there? Maybe somebody struggling who's away from their children. Uh, yes. So um, I lived a life that was, to me, beyond hopeless. Um, I had been in a place in my life where I was so finished with everything that I didn't even really feel like I wanted to live anymore. Um, my, I am covered with scars both emotionally and physically from just the wreckage of everything that's happened in my past. And um, the Lord pulled me from that all the way down there and um, where it was just so dark that you couldn't see anything um, and brought me to a place where I am no longer taking seven medications every day. I'm, um, and when I have an issue, I pick up my word and I, and I read my word and I handle my problems that way. And um, you know, if, if there's anyone out there that just thinks that there's there's nothing that can be done with their life, that it's as low as it's going to get and it's just as bad as it's going to get, um, just understand that um, there's nothing that the Lord can't pull you from. There's nothing. And once you were his, there's nothing that can take you that can take you away from him. So um, sure. just find hope in that, please. Amen. Um, and just so you know, uh, Willie isn't being figurative about emotional scars or physical scars. I've seen some of those scars, both emotional and physical scars that he has. But they're scars that God is healing the emotional things, and one day he's going to he- heal the rest of it okay. too, right? Yeah. So 
I am, I'm grateful for Willie's life and my life. And so for all of you out there, as always, until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. listening to Voices from the Street, the radio ministry of the Sacramento Union Gospel Mission. If your heart's been touched and you want to know more about the work of the mission, log on to UGMSAC.com, UGMSAC.com. To donate clothing, food, time, or financial help, call 916-447-3268, 916-447-3268. Thank you so much for listening. Join us again next week at the same time for Voices from the Street.